This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history road. I gotta say, I didn't expect the music to drop out right there. I expected the complete opposite to happen. chin and sean's nose i don't remember guys welcome to dynamic banter i don't remember anything i don't have it's a good, good to memory. have you back it's good to have you back i just reconnected with um i mean not super reconnected but i have a friend who um we like basically grew up together we met like in the third grade and we were like best friends for years and years and years and then you know shit happens and then you move away and things are that or whatever but we always kind of kept in touch via text and what have you but i reconnected uh with an old pal and i it just he reminded me of how bad my memory is cuz he remembers so many fucking things that we did like just to be assholes as kids to make each other laugh like uh-huh. uh he reminded me that there was a time where so my brother was always like building computer stuff and he was always into computers. And because of that, that's how I got into computers and um, learned how to edit and like do all that crazy shit and just play video games. Like that's where it all started and the PC shit my brother was into. But my brother was like always kind of like obsessed with building the computer up um, so that it's like really good. It runs like the best it could possibly run. Like he wants like a, you know, a really like well running computer that can run all the latest CD-ROM games and shit. And it looked, you could put it on all the highest settings and everything looks really good for back then. And dude, this was like, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't even tell you what year it was. Maybe like 90. Eight, yeah, and so Jeff, my friend Jeff, reminded me that there was a time where we would just fuck with my brother, and uh, and one time he like just installed like a new video card or some shit, like some fucking nerdy shit that was supposed to make the computer games run really smoothly and look really good, <laughs> and so he called. Jeff and I into his room and was like, guys, check this out. Play this game. It's called MDK, which is a real game, by the way. And it's really I cool. Remember MDK. Was that like a fighting game? It, no, no, no. It was like you were like a man. If you went to CompUSA and shit to look at video games, you totally yeah. oh, saw. Like, I can remember the box, but I don't. Yeah. Remember yeah. He's like a guy with like a like a like a elongated like head like a pterodactyl almost and he's like, like beetlejuice lady. yeah like a beetlejuice guy but he's in like a black leather outfit and i think he like yeah. slides around in like tunnels and shit but anyway it was a really fucking good game i i loved it and then there was mdk2 by the way which i thought was wonderful not to be <laughs> and that's our sponsor for today it's mdk2 MDK, it's the best. It's the best. It's the best. 
and that's how I got to Europe. So, if you're ever wondering about that. So, okay, so MDK. So my brother turns it on, and and I was I. You know, we're brothers. Like, brothers fuck with each other. Like, we love each other. We loved each other. We fucked with each other. It was very fun to do. And uh-huh. uh, it was like having someone to fuck with 24 hours a day. Yeah. And so... <clears throat> That's uh, why stepbrothers and sisters love each other so yeah, much. Exactly, exactly. So, um, my, uh, so my brother calls us in. He turns on MDK, and he's like, Steve, check it out, man. Check out how it runs and everything. This is great. And I start playing it, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know, Frank. This looks kind of choppy. This doesn't look oh, so. No. This doesn't look. Oh, poor guy. This doesn't look perfect. After he put all that work. <laughs> and he's like, what? What? Really? Let me get in here. And like, let me <laughs> let me get my computer parts. Like, let me hang on. Move, 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 move. Let me get into the settings and shit. Maybe I plugged something in wrong. And then he'd like yeah. do a thing for like 10 minutes, and then he'd go, all right, now try it. I'd be like, yeah, man, I don't notice a difference. <laughs> what a dick like, thing to do. But listen, that was the, the slightest of the dickish moves that we would pull on each other. I mean, he, there was endless dick moves to each other. But, you mm-hmm. know, it was all in good fun because, you know, he's, it was just easy to fuck with him that way because he took it way too seriously. But once we were out of the room, like, he knew his shit was the best. And it always was. For sure. And it always was. One time I had a friend like that because I'm an only child, but I would, um, you know, I'd meet friends at an early age and we'd spend every day of the summer together and stuff like that. And you yeah. get as, as close to a brotherly bond as, as I've ever felt. For sure. And my friend Rich and I, we started our first band together. And one time we fought and he spit in my mouth. Spit him out. <laughs> never swallow. <laughs> Did you swallow it? No, I got so mad. I remember there's something about uh man, call me old fashioned, but there's something about somebody spitting on <laughs> my face and my eyes. Dude, being that really No, no, no. It's like you have your regular level of mad. (laughs) You have as like a well-adjusted adult. Sure. And then there's another level. Spitting that's the level that people get arrested on when they're on this level. (laughs) And at all ages, whenever somebody spit on me, because it happened a couple times, both accidentally and on purpose. And (laughs) at any level, whether I was 12 or the most recent time it happened, I think I was 34, 33. And it's the same level. Yeah. It's like I could justify (laughs) whatever's about to happen. I think there's an unwritten rule that if someone spits on you, you have every right to punch them. It doesn't matter what age they are. It doesn't matter what gender they are. If you are spit (laughs) on, you can punch someone because that's the the worst thing you can do. Totally. Isn't it assault technically? I like mean, technically, like by the book. I, I would if I had to categorize it as a type of an attack, I would I right. would say yeah. So by Steve's rule of law, spitting on someone is definitely assault. Especially so that's okay to defend yourself. Especially now with like COVID and shit. Like now we're like now we're into a world where all of our society is gonna shift into this new like consciousness of well now there's diseases that could come literally out of anywhere and we've always known this but the fact that it's happening in our backyards and shit makes it way more real but Mm -hmm. we're gonna live in a world where you could just get shit that could kill you at any time and i think Uh that because of that spitting is gonna be an even worse fucking thing like dude well i had a (laughs) even before all this when a stranger spits in your face you don't know what they have exactly you know somebody who spits in your face definitely could probably have hepatitis yeah but like i had to run that through my head while i was (laughs) riding around the block trying to find this person on foot over and over but (laughs) but if you're from the streets while i was actively fighting off hepatitis but i was trying to find this person if you're if you're from the streets 
you don't give a fuck what's in it. Like, you're just like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of this person. Yeah. Like, that's how you start a fight. If you want to get the shit kicked out of you, just spit on someone. <laughs> it's a pretty good way. It's a foolproof way. It's a foolproof bet you're going to get the shit you, kicked out of you. Yeah. If you spit on someone and you stick around afterwards, yeah. that's a pretty good way to start a fight. <laughs> yeah. You ever wanted to be in a fight? Just spit on someone. <laughs> <laughs> spit on someone and hang around <laughs> dude i'll never forget i know i told this story already but when somebody spit on me accidentally at the comedy store outside of the comedy store while i was coming in and they were in the long line when oh, people could no. be in lines they spit on me and they spit on my shoulder oh, and they felt no. so bad that their initial instinct was to wipe it away with their hands. Oh, but they were just they were like spread it like I was toast. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> spreading it. And I'll never forget, dude, Zoya was right behind me like this. You missed the and spot. I when the guy started rubbing it, and mind you, I have to host a show in 10 minutes, right? And I'm sure, kind of rushing sure. in because we had to go pay for parking. And he's rubbing it in and I looked right in his eyes and I go What's happening now, do you think? <laughs> what do you think that's, what is, that's doing? What is this moment we're having? What are, what are, are you, you trying to make sure everyone knows you did this? What is in, what's going through your head right now? You want to spread and then this? Zoya said, take it off. And I took it off and she brought it into the bathroom and she washed it. So I could oh, do the show that's good. With, that's with the minimal amount of spit on me. Damn. So if that's a great Zoya move, what a great wife you yeah. have there. That's ride or die. I would do the same thing to her, but the other person would have been dead. Ooh, if somebody <laughs> spit on Zoya, dude. Oh, then I yeah. don't have much self-control when yeah. I get super mad. Yeah. But I can't even imagine. I can I don't want to imagine. Yeah, you shouldn't. That's a dark hole. Speaking of dark holes, Mike, I wanted to very quickly. <laughs> Our bodies are changing. I wanted to very quickly. I have one thing I wanted to do this episode. Um, and I don't know if you have anything planned, but we've certainly got many things to talk about. And we've got history roads if we want. And so we're all set. But I really wanted to share this with you because I haven't read it yet. But a lot of people have sent it to me, and it's from a thing that I love very much. And I, th I know that you really enjoy this as well. And it's Clickhole. You know about Clickhole, right? Mm -hmm. It's amazing. It's funny. It's the funniest shit. It's like a, it's like a, in a different like onion. universe. Yeah, it is like an onion. Like, it is like an onion. It's delicious. <laughs> it's just like an onion. Delicious, um, refreshing, good on a hot day. Yeah. Like an onion. Like an onion. Um, but I uh, I really, um, in another dimension or something, I feel like I would work for them. Or like if I didn't go down this path, I would work at Clickhole. Because not that I feel I'm worthy of it, but I would love it so much. But they're just so you fucking funny. You do tomorrow if you want. I think maybe, but they're, I think they're a super tight group and they, they're really good and they don't need new people maybe i don't know whatever i'm not trying to get into that I shit. I just what we were it. talking about what is the what's the point here's what we're talking about <laughs> there's a click hole article uh -huh. about the muppets and okay. i wanted to read it because it's amazing jim henson's jim henson's newly discovered journal this is the title jim henson's newly discovered journal reveals the Muppets' fascinating backstory. All of, like individually or all? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're about to jump into here, but I'm very oh, excited. You did not read this. I yet. did not read this, but it's Clickhole. Okay. I know it's going to be good. <clears throat> if you're a fan of the Muppets, and let's face it, who isn't? When you've got to take a look, well, then you've got to take a look at this. Jim Henson's estate just released the Muppet creator's unpublished early journals in which he recorded the backstories of his beloved characters. They're absolutely incredible. Let's check them out. So here's where the note begins from Jim Henson. These are my notes for an exciting new cast of characters called the Muppets. I'm hoping the Muppets can become the new standard of excellence in family entertainment. Good old Jim. 
Just like Jim. He's just, he wanted to make people laugh. That's all. Good old Jim writing his ideas down. Writing his ideas down for us to read. That, that was Jim. <laughs> who? Dude, the guy giving a eulogy who didn't really know him. <laughs> and some, I read an article where he wrote his ideas down and you know, that was Jim. It was so Jim. <laughs> always near a pencil or when he needed to be, you know, he, he always yeah. found yeah. time to find a pencil. um who are the muppets the muppets are a family of messed up animals who are married to each other (laughs) (laughs) you should do the um the pencil noise (laughs) okay the muppets are a family of messed up animals who are married to each other the word Muppets is a combination of the words Muppets and Pets. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> because they are Muppets and I own them as pets. <laughs> that was the, the Muppets are my livestock and my friends. <laughs> The Muppets perform in a show called The Muppet Show. They hate performing in The Muppet Show, but they know that if they don't sing and dance for America, then I won't... (laughs) Then I won't dump oats in their trough. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The Muppets need the oats to live. (laughs) I think families all over the world will delight in watching the Muppets learn and play together. The Muppets are all married to each other, and they do have sex with each other, but they don't understand why. (laughs) It is my belief that the Muppets will bring endless joy to children and adults of all ages. One day, I, Jim Henson, will eat the Muppets. When they are fat, I will eat them. Where do the Muppets come from? That's This is a great question. When the Muppets are in the world, many people will wonder, where did they come from? The origin of the Muppets is very simple. One night at 3 a.m., Kermit the Frog went out to her car, and she could drive to the zoo and beg them to put her in a cage. Is Kermit... Is this one of those things where... um? Like the the AI does half the story and you just plug in the word sometimes. Dude, it's this is these are Jim Henson's notes, man. Did Jim Henson have access to the thing where the AI puts in the other half of the word? <clears throat> Did you start this by saying I could never write for prestigious? Yeah. <laughs> like Dude, I, I so far I think you're pretty qualified. Dude, what but the AI thing was done for us. We didn't really create that. No, but, I'm saying that this is not above your Oh, I see. Rate, okay. I'm hearing so far. I love that uh that Jim I think it's incredible that Jim referred to Kermit as a woman in his notes. I think that confirms sure. what fans have been wondering for years. That Kermit is a girl's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> where did the Muppets come from? Where, When the Muppets are in the world, many people will wonder, where did they come from? Uh, so Kermit the Frog went out to her car so she could drive to the zoo and beg them to put her in a cage. However, when Kermit opened the door of her car, she saw a large group of monsters and broken animals who said she had seen, she had never seen before staring back at her. Kermit looked at them all and said, these are the Muppets. I wonder where they come from. I am a Muppet too. This is the origin story of the Muppets. Wow, Jim was always just so creative. He says, I was there, me, Jim Henson. I was hiding behind a tree and looking at all the Muppets in Kermit's car and licking my lips and holding my fork and knife and drooling all over my lobster bib there in the woods. That was the moment I knew that I would one day eat the Muppets. That's where the Muppets come from. 
Why do I want to eat the Muppets? I want to eat the Muppets because they are delicious. That's what Jim Henson says. <clears throat> That's beautiful. Um, and that was that ended up being the title of his autobiography. Right? <laughs> it did. That did. Um, the backstories for the individual Muppets. Wow, this is a treasure trove. Kermit. When the Muppets. When the Muppets are in the world, the main Muppet will be named Kermit the Frog. She is a frog who came from the wet. Kermit is the hero of the Muppets, and when the Muppets are in the world, she will be their commander. When the Muppet Show begins, Kermit walks out on stage and sings her famous song, I Hate to Be Green, which is a song about how Kermit the Frog screams every time she remembers that she's green. I think the audiences will love this song. <laughs> At the end of every episode of The Muppet Show, Kermit will come on stage and close out the show by singing her popular song, It's Mine. In this song, Kermit stands alone on the stage holding a volleyball over her head and screaming it's mine at the audience while a single trumpet player plays a single sustained note for seven minutes. I think it's mine will become Kermit the Frog's signature song. <laughs> I mean, this is brilliant. Nobody knows where gone. That's the word you would use to describe oh, yeah. what's happening. Yeah, right yeah, absolutely. Gonzo, nobody knows where Gonzo came from. Jim Henson was amazing, Mike. You want you want to debate yeah. how amazing Jim Henson was? I would be very interested to see the results of a poll of that, how creative this was a YouTube video. If someone had the power to put a poll in in the middle and say, "Is this brilliant?" Like a dancer's poll? No. All right. Well, we'll come back to that. Nobody knows where Gonzo came from or why he came here. All we can know for sure is that no matter where Gonzo is in the world or in which direction he's facing, the the pupils of Gonzo's eyes <laughs> are always pointing towards Jerusalem. Did you know that, Mike? I didn't know that. No. I didn't know that about Gonzo. I totally didn't know that. Well, all right. Well, anyway, Mike doesn't really like this, but I want to. I don't know. It's getting really hard to feign interest. That's okay. I but I do want to thank the people who sent it to me, saying that I should read it on the show. I thought it would be fun. Mike didn't like it. That's okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm never gonna be the guy who was like, "I love that." Yeah. And no, that's fine. When the red light goes off, I didn't. I'm gonna that's be fun. straight up with you at all times. No way. That was no good. <laughs> not this time. No, not this time. It's totally made up. Pure Dude, that's in my head while you're reading. That was what up. was happening. Well, you might think it was fiction, but I believe those were truly Jim Henson's notes, and I'll take them to the grave. Um, you know what? I'm going to uh, keep talking. I will also do a wild card thing, which mm -hmm. may or may not be good or funny. Mm -hmm. So we could... We could both <laughs> have throw a caution to the wind we, together. Yeah, sure. I love that. But this is also about, I, I told you a couple weeks ago that I have one of those like old teen beat magazines yeah. from like the 60s yeah. from England. Yes. And it has the lyrics to like four unreleased Beatles songs, which can't be, it's just somebody in the writer's room probably that coming can't up be with that real. to sell magazines. No, there's no way it's real. <laughs> but we're going to pretend, aren't we? <laughs> it's a total fabrication. I need to cut these boys into actual little clips. Um, all right. Well, we're going to have to do the ads really soon anyway, but uh, I absolutely am loving this ClickHole article, and I love those boys over there, ClickHole, and girls. Um, so it's not a total loss if at least some people enjoyed it. I do hope some people – dude, what – fuck my opinion. We just had I enough. I hope some people were laughing their wet asses off. Yeah, me too. I just didn't think it was funny and, at all. And Here's if people magazine. weren't wet, laughing their wet ass off, then that's totally fine. I don't think that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be fine. Someone's I don't think people listen to the show to be bored out of their goddamn Wait, hang gears. Wait, Oh, okay. Well, someone's at my front door. Alana's taking care of it. I'm terrified. Excuse me. <clears throat> you don't get a lot of people to your door? Um, No, no, no. Not in this day and age. This is from when the Beatles killed all those people? What? Yeah, what happened? 
Oh, who gives a shit? You look great. Yeah, it was went into his mailbox. Okay, cool. Thanks Thank you. Thank you. All right. Back to you, Mike, in the studio. So, is everything all right? Everything's fine. Did he open it? It sounds like everything's fine. That's the weird part. He opened it. What the fuck? All right. Go ahead. That's a felony. <laughs> that is a felony. It's not his name. You should knock on that, that guy's door and be like, guess what? You asshole. You're a felon. All right, Mike. What do you got for me, baby? Dude, the Beatles were. Look at this. Sending people to the hospital. That looks. In record numbers. That looks like that photo of. Uh, shit, who is it? Who's the guy that's getting shot and they have the photo of it and he's like, ooh, and all the detectives are in the background and. It's black and white. I don't know. I feel like I should know that. Yeah, it's a famous one, but I can't remember who it is. I keep wanting to say Dude, Jake. this says... Oh, it's Lee Harvey Oswald, <laughs> I think. Here are the actual words to four great Beatles songs. Okay. The first two hold the secret to uh, the Beatles' incredible success. Okay. Yeah, I believe it. Okay, for they are the very songs that sparked the charts... And brought the boys to world fame. And the next two hold the secret to whether the Beatles can continue. <laughs> what? To hold on the public now that uh, they love them so much. What? What? Is, uh, Will songs like these do it for the Beatles? <laughs> what? what, are, what? <laughs> Will songs like this, this even do it to the Beatles? You know, it's like a gentle British person. Like, yeah, yeah the words to full great Beatles songs. We hope the lads. They hold the secret for the Beatles. Yeah. So the first one they have is She Loves You. Which is a great song. It is a great song, and it's so much fun, and it made them famous in their skinny suits and with all their buttons. And their funny but hairs. To see the lyrics written down and to be like, this was the secret sauce, baby. This is the combination that no one can crack. And oh, the it's lyrics the, are just like. Yeah, it's not the she lyrics. She loved you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> she loves you, yes, 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 she, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's this one point where it says, well, I saw her yesterday, E-A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, and then From Me to You, I saw her standing Great there. song, From Me to You. I love that song. Misery, you know Misery? I don't know Misery, no. So is this one of the fucking secret ones? I feel like Misery... I feel like I've heard this before. So they have what looks to be a wow. written... Like the notation the of notes. the chords and stuff written out. Yeah. The sheet music. Next to a picture of them uh, all together. Uh, John is holding a crutch like he just sprained his ankle. And they're also... They have one foot on a what looks to be a stuffed donkey. Hold on, before we take the photo, let me grab that crutch over there from the guy that's holding the boom mic. No, no, John, he... no, please, he needs I it, want the crutch. I want to watch him wobble and fall about. He, 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 look at him wobble and fall, wobble and fall about. That's my that next song. That guy looks like he's in misery. <laughs> <laughs> he did put that man in misery. Take the picture of me laughing openly at that man's misery. <laughs> the world is treating me bad. Misery. I'm the kind of guy who never seems to cry. The world is treating me bad. Misery. This is a this has gotta be a song that exists. Words and music by John Lennon and Paul McCartney, copyright 1963, uh, Gale Music Corp. It's such a stark contrast from she loves you. Yeah. 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 Misery. Misery is on some kind of single for please, please me. But why in fuck's name would they say the lyrics to four Beatles songs and then just print published Beatles songs? Unless that's how they get you to flip I mean, these pages, baby. Yeah, that's probably how they get. That was their their. Uh, what do they call them when when you uh, when you when you draw someone clickbait. in with your clickbait? That's it. Jesus Christ! All oh, right. Oh fucking shit! What happened? 
The girls, they want three boys for every girl, dude. John What's... Lennon likes dislikes and birthday. Who are you interested in? Oh, man, George. All the time. George, you want to know about George's likes or dislikes or what? What are George's likes and dislikes? George likes smallish blondes. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Everyone has a preference. What does driving, he dislike? He likes driving. He likes sleeping. He dislikes he likes tall brunettes. <laughs> He loves small blondes. He doesn't like tall brunettes. He loves I can tell you TV. what his dislikes are. Does... Having dark brown haircut. <laughs> having his dark brown haircut. He doesn't like his hair, but he loves small blondes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, for anybody else in the world, this would be not interesting information whatsoever. And it's barely no. interesting, even though it's the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> He likes films produced by Alfred Hitchcock. You fuck with that? Oh, that's cool. I'm, I dig that. I wonder if that was something he carried on into his adulthood. Guess what Ringo hates? Let me guess. Starfish. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> no. Bacon. No. He does. Is this about women or some other thing? It looks to be about everything in the world. Oh, okay. Be... He dislikes. <laughs> he dislikes. Um, uh, bad attitudes. No, you would think maybe later in life he'll go on to say that. Yeah, what is it? Ringo dislikes onions, Chinese food, motorbikes, and Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, damn! That's a, he just get, straight up called political, dude. He called uh, out Donald Duck. Dude, Ringo and the Simpsons <laughs> called the election, predicted the future. Yeah. Dude, Paul. <laughs> Paul hates shaving and all types of dishonesty. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when people lie. Ooh. That. And John hates <laughs> traditional jazz and thick heads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, we're all really like the Beatles, aren't we? Um, Dude, they're just like us. Let's jump into these ads uh, since we're at the 32-minute mark here. And sure. then um, if you find some more goods in there, hang on to them, and we'll, we'll jump right in. Ooh, look at that. That's Dean Rusk. Good old Rusky. <laughs> 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 What's going on? Uh, what's going on? Is he the His only man? Was, mop. was he the only? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh wow! What are we looking at here? Is that Emo His Phillips? Mother was the the lady from uh, Pulp Fiction who danced with uh, that guy from Face Off. Uma Theremin. What is that? What part of the book is that? What are we looking at? It says, "If the world went Beatle," so they're just putting famous people in Beatles hair. Oh, that's funny. but they're just markers. But none of those people are famous to me. You know, they have Johnny Carson, Mona Lisa, but they're all bad. All right, guys, let's talk about Quip, really Quip. All right. Mike and I trust Quip with our mouths. Our mouths are we in trust good Quip hands. With our whole mouths. We trust them with our whole mouths and our hearts. Ooh, we don't want to do that. I wanted that drop to come in. Guys, uh, what's your morning routine? Is it changed? Is there anything different about your morning routine right now? Well, I'll tell you, uh, one way to make your morning routine even better is to possibly have wonderful dental things delivered to your doorstep. You don't have to leave your home. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You can get all the things you need for your mouth delivered directly to your door, including floss. But yeah, Quip gives you all sorts of cool stuff. We talk about it quite a bit. It's an electric toothbrush with sonic vibrations that has 30-second pulses that guide you on a dentist-recommended two-minute routine. And there's even a size-down version designed for the kids 
And you also get Quip's anti-cavity toothpaste in mint or watermelon, and you get all the ingredients teeth actually need, and none that they do not. And Quip also has an eco-friendly refillable floss, as I said before, with a dispenser you can keep for life, and expanding string that helps you clean in between. And you can get those brush heads and toothpastes and floss refills automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule of every three months for just $5 each. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health. And shipping is free. So join over 3 million happy customers and practice good oral care easily and affordably with Quip. Starting at $25, guys. It's a crazy good thing. And if you go to getquip.com banter right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash banter. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash banter. Quip, the good habits company. That was wonderful. Thank you, Quip. Sometimes the delivery guy will, will put the brush right in your mouth if you wait by the door with your mouth open. I appreciate it when he does that. He goes, here I you like go. little buzzer. It's been three months. <laughs> How you doing? Everything good? How's the pandemic treating you? Um, okay, so guys, next up we have Crossrope. Crossrope is a super cool company that offers a jump rope that is weighted in different weight fluctuations, I guess you could say. Right? Sure. Right? Varying varying weights of jump ropes that you could attach and detach these cool handles to very easily for varying in different workouts. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to find a little room where you're at to do a little jump rope routine. And there's even an app that helps you um, keep track of all your your fitnesses. Um, but yeah, cross rope's really cool. I remember um, Will Haynes was on the show and he was like, what? I want that. That's crazy. And mm -hmm. he's been bothering me about it ever since. So it's nice. Oh. You bring it outside every once in a while. And then there's a guy who looks like he's either homeschooling or like training his younger son. Right. Just being athletic outside. And sometimes he'll go outside with his jump rope mm -hmm. and we jump off. We'll yeah. do a jump off. You got to do a jump off sometimes. It's very fun. And he always wins because he has young muscles and bones. Ain't that the truth? Um, but anyway, Crossrope's super rad. Um, let's talk a little bit about it. Let's see, what are these points here? Uh, we're bored of cardio machines. They're not really motivating, and the cost of a home gym equipment can add up really fast. So there's a different way to get a great workout for a fraction of the cost with Crossrope. It's a sleek weighted rope jump jump rope system, <laughs> a rope jump system that makes working out at home very fun. And if you're short on time, no worries. Crossrope lets you get a killer full body workout in just 30 dang minutes. And it combines the intense cardio workout of jumping rope with full body resistance training. So you get strong and stay healthy at home or anywhere else. You could take it to the park, make sure you're social distancing or wearing a mask or whatever. And you could jump rope at the park and that'd be really fun and nice, right? Um, yes. I hadn't jump roped, jumped rope, jump roped since I was a young boy and playing around with the cross ropes. I was like, oh yeah, this is fun. And it kind of is like a little game because you're like, you don't want to skip, you don't want to jump on that, you know, stomp on the rope while you're flipping it. You know, you don't yeah, want to, you don't want it to stop happening. That's the, that's the whole thing. Right. And then you want to do like maybe some, some flippy do's or some cross ropes and stuff like that and learn some tricks. But it is a really fun workout, and uh, and it's an effective, efficient cardio workout, which is really, really good. Um, as we said before, there's those weighted ropes that are super rad, and there's these, like, the handles are super cool, too. There's, like, a easy clip thing that you can clip onto the different weighted uh, ropes, and uh, it's kind of like it feels like a future jump rope. Like, like in Demolition Man, you'd see this in the background in his gym or something. You know, <laughs> but anyway, um, you also get free anytime access to quick workouts and fun challenges with the Crossrope app. So now you can pursue your fitness goals wherever you are, even at home. 
So what you gotta do is you just order the ropes, you download the app, and then you enjoy the results. You can choose between their Get Lean or Get Strong sets depending on your fitness goals, or get the best value for both sets with the Get Fit bundle. So if you're ready for a new cardio and full body home workout with a fun jump rope thingy, go to crossrope.com slash banter, and you can get up to $40 off Crossrope sets, plus free shipping when you check out today at crossrope.com slash banter. That's crossrope.com slash banter. Thank you, Crossrope. That was very nice. It matched up with the music. <laughs> yeah, somehow it really did. Um, Guys, next up we're going to do a quick shout-out to uh, someone in the HeadGum family. We, um, we want to tell you guys about – there's a podcast. This is the first time we've done a podcast shout-out, but I think it's a great idea. It gets other people out to new podcasts, and then it gets us out to a new podcast audience. Who knows? Maybe there'll be some crossover and shit, but we do love HeadGum, and we um, – you know, you know, if it, we love people in the family. So the podcast we're talking about, though, is called Review Review with Riley yeah. and Spow and Jeffrey James. Or is it Ann Spa? Uh, Riley Ann Spa and Jeffrey James. I don't remember how you pronounce her name, but I, yeah. I did listen to a few of their shows. And it's really nice. It's not too, um, they're more focused, but the overall uh like tone of the show is kind of like ours which mm. is why i think it's good that the headgum people reached out to because i had not heard it previous and then i listened to a couple episodes and i was like oh they're just like real homies doing bits love that and they're um they they do these reviews for the and they read reviews for uh like i think the first episode was called water parks or something like that so <laughs> they great. just went off on water parks for like an hour hour and a half and they seem like they're having so much fun and it's uh it's very nice to listen to and they have a great theme song oh and, i love uh, that that's awesome yeah it says that they they cover things from like hot topic stores to even like british pubs not in the uk mm -hmm. so that's that's <laughs> awesome i love that all british pubs in santa monica <laughs> And they've had a cool, a bunch of cool guests like uh, Finn Wolfhard, who's a good boy, and and Jake and Amir have been on occasionally, which we should have We're on. We're the only headgum show Jake and Amir have not been on. I know. We got to just do it. Now is the best time. I don't want him on. You can tell Amir <laughs> to his face I don't want him on. Uh, all right. Well, if you're <laughs> ever. And Amir used to play basketball every uh, yeah. Saturday. He used to be part of that group. Right. So I told him, him and Marty. I say you're never coming on. <laughs> <laughs> never ever. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, if you're a fan of our show, you're sure to love Riley and Jeff's cheaper, completely different version of it. So new episodes <laughs> release every Tuesday. So subscribe to Review Review, which is spelled R E V I E W space R E V U E, like a show review. And you can get that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, a dream without a review will never come true. I love that. That's really nice. So, yeah, check it out, guys. Why not? What are you doing during this pandemic? All right. Um, so we're at the 43 minute mark. We could just jump right into some history roads if you want, unless you got. Uh, that sounds great. Was there anything else in that Beatles book that was. Uh, no, nothing interesting. Even a little There's bit. There's a bunch of pictures cut out, and I wonder, and they're not of Beatles. <laughs> um, what the hell? So, well, so look at how much these fucking people are losing their goddamn minds. These people are on the I floor. I know, man. Remember when it doesn't really they happen had concerts anymore. where you would go sit down in chairs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, isn't it interesting that that doesn't happen anymore? Dude, can I be totally honest with you? I don't even give it. Baseball was a big part of my life, but it hasn't been for many, many years. Well yeah. over like 10, 15 years. Mm hmm. And the Yankees put out this thing because baseball's starting up again, but obviously with no crowds. Mm -hmm. And they were just showing all these moments with these huge crowds going wild. And I cried like a like a little bitch at yeah. like seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, because I mean, cried like a bitch. Yeah, for real. That's real shit, man. Shit's yeah. shit's real. 
Yeah, man. Do you guys know shit's real? <laughs> All right. Well, let's do some goddamn history roads, huh? Let me jump into the goddamn theme song here. I found out long ago. And a couple more hi-hats at the end. <laughs> Barento Taha sends a short history road saying, Hey, <clears> fellas, <throat> I had a very odd encounter that was so stupid. It wasn't even over before I knew I had to write you about it. There's this old, very religious woman in my neighborhood that is known, a known homophobe and is widely disliked amongst the people here. I just recently found out her name is Gay Boney. Oh, there you go. G A Y origin story. E B O N E Y. No way. Unreal. I laughed for a couple of days before realizing it's all probably connected and then I became a little sad. <laughs> because it's probably not even I don't know. I don't know this person. I don't want to make assumptions, but you could I mean, you could put together some pieces and for kind of figure sure. out what happened. For sure and they were bullied. Maybe that manifests itself in a way where like people who were just ignorant and homophobic back in the day made fun of her name so hard and bullied her so hard. She will always associate that as a bad thing without ever having the time to come up with how she feels about it on right. her own. Right. You know, and right. now she's like this, like zealot homophobe, all because <laughs> losers ruined her life when she was yeah tiny. Yeah, I think you nailed it because they had bad parents. But um, I don't know; these are all strangers. <laughs> P.S. A man in the grocery store today asked my roommate and I if we knew where the garbazano beans were. Garbazano, <laughs> and after pointing him to where the garbanzo beans are. I quickly turned to my friend and said, Garbazano is my favorite Muppet character <laughs> whose eyes are always facing Jerusalem, which we learned today. I'm still laughing and I hope you found it as funny as I did. Much love boys. Barento. Well, thank you, Barento. That was very, thank you, Barento. Barento sounds like a fancy, um, uh, like breadcrumbs factor. Yeah. But here at Barento, we put it on all the sauce and you love it. You can't have a Thanksgiving without a little Barento. Ultimate Granddad AWOL sends an email saying, A short history road for Mike Falzone. I had never had an interest in wrestling until recently, listening to my two favorite two horn honk boys. <laughs> Talk about some other of their favorite wrestlers. During you and Steven's discussion of the late brother love, I remembered that my own grand... Still very much alive. <laughs> his name is Bruce Pritchard. He, he currently writes for WWE. <laughs> I uh, remember that my own grandmother had dated a guy who had become a pro wrestler later in life. Upon further investigation, it turns out my own flesh and blood nanners crystal dated jim brian helwig aka the ultimate warrior in high school wow wow Whoa. <laughs> guys mike fell down a hole let's go get him um oh, no. we're coming mike hang on thank you um wait a minute you don't you're not in a hole that's insane, man. The ultimate That's warrior insane. could have been my own ultimate granddad. Anyway, thank you boys for the bungles, bugles, bumps, and barfs, and plenty of laughs. P.S. The school is Fountain Central High School, and call me a cylinder because I... Was that Minnesota? Well, I actually don't know. Let's see. He doesn't is say. Uh, he says, call me a cylinder because I do be just graduated from there. Best wishes to all of the class of 2020 in these not be nice times. Y'all are going to do great things sent from my phone. Well, thank you for sending oh, yeah. it from your phone. 
Happy graduation. Um, ooh. Also, was that high school in parts unknown? <laughs> <laughs> Heather Riley sends a super long history road saying, this short enough for you, Steve? And really, uh, I don't know how to feel about it, Mike. I know how to feel about it, but it's interesting to, to watch you work through it. <laughs> I'm interested to see how you end up feeling about it. Well, I'll read it because we still have some time. So, uh, Heather Riley says, you fuckers have ruined my life. Hold on. Before you get to reading this really, really long history road, I need to go somewhere else. (laughs) Oh no. Mike fell down a hole again. By choice this time. (laughs) Um, Suppy dirty honking horn boys listening to your dumb garbage (laughs) shit podcast has affected my life in the following ways. Whilst dude, (laughs) how did she start that off? You fuckers have ruined my life. Uh huh. And then it went slowly into what? Your dumb listening to your dumb garbage shit podcast has affected my life in the following ways. This is such a fun way to get somebody to read an incredibly long email from you (laughs) whilst on my way. (laughs) This person's attitude is giving me indigestion (laughs) whilst on my way to work a few weeks ago, I was making a left turn when a fire truck came through the intersection with its horns ablaze as if to shout, get the fuck out of the way. The whole goddamn world is on fire. And so being a law-abiding citizen, I stop at the green light to let them go through the intersection. Well, the jackass behind me was not a fan of this choice. In my rear view, I could see him cussing me out and throwing his hands up in the air. I angrily point to the fire truck and put my hands up in the air, screaming, What would you like me to do, good sir? He can't hear me, I know that. And I see his face turn into that mic into that face Mike once described in an episode as the face of, yeah, well, but if they weren't there, you'd be wrong. Do you remember that? No. Of course, the blank is my favorite blank joke format has revolutionized the comedy world, but you don't, but you don't, but you don't me tell you about it. A recent good example for you mm, right here. My preferred state of being is my favorite band that toured with Three Days Grace in the late 90s. I don't think you did the joke right. <laughs> no, I was waiting for a little fart sound. <laughs> <laughs> so many different ones. How many buttons? I've are got there? a lot. There's a lot of different ones. <laughs> well don't spoiler alert (laughs) there's there's so many that wasn't even half of them (laughs) my brother and i saw mike at the improv in tampa a few years back mike please come back i'm sorry about all the chickens in ebor but we miss you and no one else funny comes here The guy who hosted that show was a goddamn nightmare and was not funny. It was painful to watch. He made a joke about... I remember that guy. He was nice, though. Oh, really? He made a joke about transgender people that, please, got too close to the mic for emphasis, wasn't okay, and he looked (laughs) like a bum. The first, did look like <laughs> the first thing Mike said when he got on stage was something to the tune of, ha, they finally found someone who looks more homeless than me. And that was funnier <laughs> than anything the other douchebag said all night. Go, Mike. Team oh, Falzone man, all the way. Shows. <laughs> yeah. I cannot cough like a normal human anymore. I have to make it a bit and a little bit too loud. My family and friends are constantly concerned for my health, and it's your fault. And the piece de resistance, the other night I was having an emotional breakdown with the love of my life, who I have been with for almost two years. He just moved in with me a few weeks ago, and we're in agreement that we're basically going to be together until one of us dies. I was feeling bad for being so emotional, and apologized to him, saying, God, you're going to have to see me cry so much over the years. I'm sorry. 
In trying to comfort me, he responded, I don't care, (laughs) then started laughing, realizing that did not sound comforting, and said in his most sincere macho dude bro voice, I don't even care when my girlfriend cries, humble brag. And I laughed my entire face off. That was somehow the funniest thing I had ever heard. After the laughter... You could turn that into a happy realization and just propose to each other. For sure. Mm Mm-hmm. After the laughter died down, I said to him, that damn trash podcast has ruined our lives. To which he giggled and responded, the screaming cum boys? That's one of his favorite bits. So there it is. You've ruined our lives. Oh, when he says, I don't even care when my girlfriend cries, it's a Hubbleberg. Love and giggles, Heather from Tampa. Thank you, guys. I hope that you're still together and still making each other laugh in these unprecedented times. <laughs> that was that that was sent to us uh, like yesterday. Dude, a T-shirt in the dynamic banter font that just <laughs> the screaming cum boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, short history, Rocky Road for the BB boy gentleman. Alex sends a history road saying hello, my favorite boy gentleman dads. I'm just writing this short email to each of you, including Retractable Banners Boy, to let you know how much I appreciate you. I have been a listener since the olden days, and you have shaped That's how you start an email, dude. That's how you start an email. <laughs> That's what a great, positive, <laughs> nice, comforting, warm start to an email. Uh, you've shaped my sense of odd humor and given my friends and I countless laughs and things to joke about. Name drop Jeffrey and Connor. All right, that's enough out of you. Also, I'm shout out talking shit about you behind your back. You know he is. <laughs> shout out to Jeff for not including me in his two count them two emails read by you guys. Anyways, you have given me so many smiles in my darkest moments and saddest times of life, and that is a gift that I can never repay you. Although I did buy a chicken hoodie to support because shout out to the BYC. And and thank you <laughs> thank you to ET for always reminding me of what's most important in life. Um. Uh, <laughs> quite possibly arguably the most li- uh, important liquid on the face yeah, of the planet. Indeed. Other than water, but I, it might be tied. Anyway, love you arguably. guys. Alex Spiro pronounced like Spyro the dragon. P.S. Here's a funny vid of a man who had a tough time deciding on his celebration. Cool. Let's listen. Is it a soccer thing? Strike to claim it. He, uh, he's bowling. And it's a strike. Get it right! Dude, there is nothing better than screaming, who do you think you are? <laughs> and you getting that I endorphin am? rush? Who do you think you are? <laughs> group of people cheering for me right now i am fuck fuck top of the world that is why i did it so i could win that dude you see the whole wheel of fortune happen he maybe he's down here he hits a strike yeah whoa Holy shit, you fuckers. You didn't think I could do. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> I mean, he's Uh-oh. really just talking about himself. Yeah, yeah, but he's like doing it very confrontationally. Yeah. He's doing it at people. Yeah. Also, it's bowling. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> right. No. Yeah, it's him. He's talking to himself. It just so happens everyone's there to see it. That's great. All right. Well, thank you for that. Let's see. Let's do one more. Also, um, I'll say just to those last people that um, it's very nice to hear stories about uh, us making you laugh when you weren't feeling like you wanted mm-hmm. to laugh because I think everyone's in a very similar mindset right mm-hmm. now. And those things I know in my own life, the things that make me truly happy or feel at peace are like the utmost. That's my top echelon of things right now that I'm leaning on all the time. So to be able to be that for somebody else is 
we don't take that lightly at all. And it's the best feeling. So it's all mutual. It's not a one-sided thing. It's false. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. No way. Not this time. All right. Um, <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> I am. Oh, man. What does that even mean? Nothing. It means nothing. It just felt fucking real good to say. It's probably on ecstasy. right dude the the thing whatever he said after i am was so important yeah because that's how you write the ship after you did something ridiculous he said did it and right then he did the only thing he could say to make it worse <laughs> did, <laughs> did it, it right. right i didn't so someone has to someone get it right eventually um tyler Hadju sends a history road saying history road round two Hey, funny boys, long-time listener, second-time blistery toter. I'm, repi- I'm replying to the time way back in the Rona days of summer on episode 206, around 21 minutes. When Steve butchers my name and Mike thinks I am as drunk as a sailor, singing shanties about fish or some shit. He thought I was drunk. The name is pronounced Haidu, but please, that's just my father's name. You can call me James. It was a funny bit, especially when you guys shit on my dreams and horrible writing. <laughs> it sent me well. into a spiral and I cried. Just joking. You guys made my day, even giving me a few moments. Um, Mental illness and anxiety has always been with me, but you guys have always made my days so much better with your dumb bits and deep conversations about fucked up shit. I love you both, and I hope you're all safe and healthy in these trying times. Keep it up, that one BBBBBB boy of yesteryear. P.S. I converted an ex to dynamic banter a while ago. God bless her confused face as you boys started talking about cum on our first date. Sorry. Sorry, bud. Sorry, James. Dude, I wish you the best, too. I hope you're happy and healthy. And also, I hope that you learn to write better. <laughs> yeah, it's it your sounds, fault we thought you clear. were drunk. We're, do you think we have an issue with observations? I think observations is what we do, right? Like, we've observed that you sounded drunk, sir. That's not on us. We're working with what you gave us. You <laughs> right. gave us drunk. So we commented. Well, yes, exactly. Um, all right. I would well, love to know. Episode 206, he said. Uh, let me see. It was 206 at 21 minutes. I would love to know what he sounded like. 21 something. <laughs> 21 pilots. Are you, do you want me to bring it up? Can you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for a little bit of a, a different podcast. <laughs> but I would really like to hear why we thought that. Okay, it was 2.06 at 21 minutes, right? Ryan, can we pull it up? Ryan, where the fuck Ryan? are you? Where have you been? Ryan, are you not here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I haven't seen Ryan in weeks. <laughs> Do you think he's okay? Uh, Wait, what was the time code again? What if I called him and I was like, get your ass over here. <laughs> you motherfucker, podcast. where are you? 2110, got it. 21 pilots. 21, okay, here we go, here we go. Ready? Please scream it. Okay. <laughs> Hajdu. She helped us discover a TikTok person. So I was oh, like, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, you wanted to share the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got to see I it because I love good VR, funny VR content. Cause, uh, I fucked it up, I said. <laughs> this next history road comes from Tyler Hajdu, and he says there's a quick, uh, quick a quick on break blank is my favorite blank. <laughs> Maybe he meant a quick one. Hey, hey BB boys, Steve, <laughs> please what? scream it. What, Steve? Please scream it and Mike uncomfortable. <laughs> Don't tell How him. Drunk. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. My guess is so drunk. I love you both, <laughs> you funny boys. So while on break at my terrible gas station job, how come this is all going well, but the, the start was like... 
I never know how to start these things. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts like I fucking never, banging yeah, on Yeah, just shit. like my cat typed the first <laughs> paragraph. <of this. laughs> my cat walked on the keyboard. All right. Well, um, yeah, good. I stand by. I stand yes, by it. 100%. Same. Um, all right. Well, guys, thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're doing well and taking care of yourself and drinking lots of water. If you haven't drank water in a bit, go drink a big old tall glass of water right now. Why don't you? Mm-hmm. And thanks to our sponsors. And thank you, Mike. Thank you to our yeah, History Road you. folks. And if you want to send your own History Roads, you can go to uh, you can dynamicbanter at gmail.com and just send your dumb History Roads. Maybe we'll read them. Maybe we won't. <laughs> is it working the way i want it to work? yeah exactly it's perfect <laughs> uh anything you want to say mike no that's it thank you very much for listening we look forward to doing it every week i look forward to doing it next week uh and, i always uh, look forward to it forever and always yeah all right everybody well take care we'll catch you next time on dynamic banter bye bye i'm gonna come <laughs> that was a headgum podcast <laughs>